Good morning, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, in ways that get us talking and imagining and celebrating being connected and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we've made the connection. So our topic today is wonderful. It's on neighborhood street art and celebration, and it's the magic of wall art on one's home. It's very special because the art that we'll be talking about is truly magical. And we have three guests that are joining us today about a project that they've worked on. Uh, I have Sunny Mueller. Sunny is a disabled artist, and she's exhibiting street art through a larger-than-life mural of a beautiful sunflower, and she lives in the west side of St. Paul. She also is joined by uh, family and artists that have supported her on this journey. Uh, we have Margot Selsky, who's a celebrated master painter. And she's a surrealist oil painter and art professor at Metropolitan University. And we have her son, Nico Selsky, who is also Sonny's nephew. Um, and he is the apprentice painter on this particular project. He's an up-and-coming, talented acrylic painter and graphic artist. He also does animation and beautiful tattoo art. So welcome to you all. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. Hey, Thanks hi. for having us. So, Sunny, I want to start with getting to know how you thought of this idea and the application process that you went through in discerning you know, what what the heart of this was that you wanted to express and the work that you did with the Minnesota State Arts Board that gave you a grant to make this happen. Yeah. Well, I have to say, this has been almost a two-year process. So back during um, the beginning of the pandemic, uh, well, we were all of us sitting in our homes, staring out the windows, wondering, you know, What's going to happen next? Yeah, and, um, and scared. I mean, there was yeah. just that whole sense of isolation and fear. Exactly. Um, I I uh, had only been going out for walks and going down the street, and I thought to myself, um, you know, there's got to be something to cheer us up. And what if... I painted something on my house that was cheerful. <laughs> <laughs> and made people happy. Exactly. Uh, as, as you know, you, you walk down the street and you discover something new or your neighbor planted some lovely flowers. It, it just makes you smile. You discover something. Um, and uh, that started me thinking, what, what could I paint on the side of my house? Um, what would be cheerful, what would be fun and playful, what reflects me and my personality. And um, it was sunflowers. And from there, you know, I was just basically daydreaming at the time. I didn't really think about anything. I think I shared with friends. I think I shared with family. Wouldn't that be a cool idea? And I don't know who suggested to me to look at uh, applying for a grant. 
But that's what kicked off the idea. So this was, um, you know, a, a year in the making and applying for the grant and then waiting to find out if I'd gotten the grant. Um, so uh, two years of um, just working out all the details and making sure that I, I could actually do this. Mm -hmm. And I could only do this with the help of my talented family. Um, because there's no way I could uh, have the energy to paint on a wall all by myself on a scaffolding. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, but with that, that's a good segue to, to talk about you have a complex illness um, yeah. that is a chronic fatigue syndrome. And I'm going to try it. Myalgic. Myalgic. Yeah. Okay. Myalgic encephalomyelitis. No, I was much better when I'm You're practicing. So close. I was encephalomyelitis. There we go. Man, and I can't even say I can't even say the second word. So yeah. you did great. <laughs> but you're you're not able with this fatigue syndrome to do a lot of the normal things that you'd love to be able to do. You do get fatigued. Yeah. And it's it, it comes in in it, it's not predictable. It is, it is not predictable. It's not where you can uh, save up your energy for a big project. Um, you never know. It's a crapshoot uh, from hour to hour how, how you're going to be, if you're even going to be able to get out of bed. Um, the best way I can describe it is uh, if you have a cold or the flu, and uh, you do something, but then after you do it, maybe wash the dishes, you're shaky and you're mm -hmm. really exhausted. You're, you're, you're not tired. You don't need to sleep. Your body is just not up to the task. It's interesting because that is how I felt when I got COVID. You know, yeah, it was, yeah. it, so it's interesting. It, it, I think more people, unfortunately, can relate to it because of the fatigue that, that what COVID in, in, created in us and yes. for me i'd i would come out of nowhere i'd be doing fine and then all of a sudden i'd hit this wall and it's like i just can't continue i i need to sleep and then the sleep was kind of like a anesthesia yeah <laughs> it's like 18 hours later and then when we were in the pandemic yeah. we were so very isolated yeah. and i you know sometimes i would like empathize that she's living her life her whole life in this kind of pandemic phase where yeah. she's isolated all the time and I don't have to experience that, but she has to experience that wow, day I in, day out. Yeah. <laughs> so when you applied to the Minnesota State's Arts Board, tell yeah. me tell me how that went. I mean, was there like an aha moment when you looked at the Arts Board and went, oh yeah, I can do this, I can put it together, or was it kind of easing into it and continuing to create what the plan would be. And, and I, I'm, I'm not sure what the requirements are to yeah, apply Yeah, plus for. people oh, yeah. who are listening yeah. right now today, there are those grants that come around and they might pay attention, maybe grab something and take notes yeah. because this could be something they could do Especially, for their lives. Especially, I, I love the idea that it came out of sort of musing, like, wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. So if you've got that already and you've got a sense of, hey, I'd like to do this, the arts board might be a really cool place to go to to help finish shaping the idea. So tell me more. Yeah. So um, the process of applying, before I applied, I, I wasn't sure if my idea and um, what I wanted to do fit 
what they were looking for and were um, giving out as grants. Um, so I had to sit down and come up with an outline of how I would accomplish my thing. And then I wrote pages and pages on it. I had uh, friends reread it and see if it made sense to uh, what uh, was on the arts board as far as specifics, what they were looking for. Um, and they really want to get the artists connected with the community, um, with arts lovers, and also have it be an educational process. So there's a lot of things that um, need to go into project to satisfy what would become a, a grant awarded project. Is it considered public art? Is that part of the application or was there, you know, are there different ways to apply based on their funding mechanisms? Um, as far as public art, um, that is the huge push. They, Sorry about that. My computer just decided to jump in and, and join the conversation. An it was so excited. With me. <laughs> oh, please, send me more. <laughs> so tell me yeah. about the application. Yeah, so um, uh, <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. So I want to say something real quick. Okay. You know, the Sunny writes very clearly, and every grant that I, I read and um, I, I've written, you know, you don't have to think it's going to be very complex to write. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to think about how to explain it to your grandmother. Write it as if you're talking to your grandmother about a project, and you'll be right on track. And most of us try think we can't do it because we think it's going to be much more complex. It, it does. It, there is a barrier to get through in terms of first going, the work that I want to do is important. Yes. And I care about it. And so how do I tell the story mm -hmm. so that others will see that the art is worth funding? I think sometimes artists feel like, I don't know how to prove that I'm worthy. And that's not what's important. Yeah. What's important is the idea. Right. What's important is the story that you want to share and investing in that story and the adventure of getting that produced. So, so tell me about yeah. some of the things that you, you, you told them that you wanted to have. Well, I definitely wanted to um, have it have an educational experience, and that educational experience was um, giving Nico an opportunity to work under Margot on a big project um, to see how how uh, 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 a, a grant opportunity works. So. Um, he got information yeah, passing on, on the how legacy I, yeah. of how to write a grant, how to prepare, yeah. how to and put together supplies, how to produce. Exactly. Yeah, it was so. super clutch for me because I have been wanting to do murals for a long time, but getting the right in on it was mm -hmm. like a struggle, and I didn't know where to start. So when this popped up, it was kind of like the perfect opportunity to like have somebody do all of the parts of it that, like, <laughs> I would not be able to figure out on or, my or, own. Or and you're, just, you're at least having the opportunity to learn about because I think you do have. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. But you hadn't had the experience. But like, but, like, have somebody show me where to start, how to figure out getting a grant, and then, you know, have, like, one person be able to show me, like, the process of getting the grant and how that works, and then one person to show me the process of actually creating a mural. 
And yeah, so it was a really good learning Creating experience. a notebook so that he had everything through so that when he wants to create his own mural with his own art on a wall and write a grant that he can be able to figure all the way through yeah. the he process, the budgets, all the way through the process, all the budgeting, the budget. all the invoices, yep. all the contracts, everything. So it's just very smooth. I also have to believe that it's great on your resume that you worked on a project that was funded by the Minnesota uh, State Arts Board. Yeah, that definitely. that that has a little clout to it. That yep, yep. It's definitely it's definitely super official. It's not you know because all I had before that was like yeah illegally painting on walls. Like <laughs> hire me to do something. Like, Liko, I love your art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Inspired by sort of mischievousness. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely something that I can actually put on the resume and t bring to a business or basically anywhere that has a wall and be like, yeah, this is what I did. I know how to write it up and I know how to get it done. I know how much it's gonna like. I know how much I'm worth as an artist and I know how much um, you're gonna have to put into materials and stuff like that and how it's gonna benefit you. So um, yeah, it was a really good learning experience to be able to connect all the dots for sure. And yeah. there's a lot of walls out there. There are a lot of walls. I'm, There's I'm opportunity. Just, just walking around with my friends, looking at walls, like yeah. that wall is way too boring. Yeah, like, that, that wall needs yeah, something. Exactly. And I, I can bring that certain something. Yes, exactly. And we'll learn more about that certain something in our next segment. We're going to do a deeper dive with both Margot and with Nico to talk about the experience uh, and the collaborative. Uh, art, art has a journey. Uh, in its creation and a celebration that we'll also be talking about in terms of um, being able to celebrate in the neighborhood great things happening with this art. So thank you for joining us. We'll be right back after a few short commercials and we'll learn more about this beautiful sunflower art in St. Paul. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. And today we're we're exploring the beauty of neighborhood street art, the celebration of it, uh, the magic of wall art on one's home. In our last segment, we we learned a little bit more about Sunny Sunny Mueller, who did a grant uh, to support this work, and and Sunny is a a masterful artist, but she also has a challenge in terms of a disability that that can make it very difficult for her to be able to be out in the community as much as she wants to be, um, to be have the energy that she wants to do. Um, she has a chronic fatigue syndrome, and I'm not going to. I tried to pronounce it in the first segment. And I, I butchered it, so I'm just going to call it <laughs> me backslash cfs. Yes. Um, not able to do their usual activities, and they have to maybe be confined to your, their bed. Um, they have an overwhelming fatigue that isn't always improved by rest. Um, it may get worse after any activity, whether it's physical or mental. The illness uh, affects virtually every major system of their body. It's neurological, immunological, hormonal, um, muscular, skeletal. I mean, it 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 just wreaks havoc in um, yeah. in Sunny's life. Yeah. 
And living in a home, um, she can also face isolation and separation. We talked about that in the last segment, how many of us have a, a deeper appreciation after going through the pandemic mm-hmm. of the life that Sonny's had to live for many years. Um, unfortunately, also, people with disabilities continue to experience the highest poverty rate, the highest unemployment rate, the highest social isolation issues in any minority group. Many times, those with disabilities are quickly discounted or dismissed as having nothing to bring to the community table. But our our dear friend, Sunny, has proved them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> there is wonderful things to bring to the community table. Um, she has overcome a lot of uh, what traditionally people with disabilities have in terms of low expectation because of just misguided understanding. So with that, I celebrate Sunny's art <laughs> today. You. She brought to the uh, State Arts Board and she used it as an opportunity to bring her family in and give her family members an opportunity. We learned a little bit in the last segment about Nico's experience. We'll learn a little bit more. She also brought her sister, Margot Selsky, uh, in, who is an amazing artist in her own right, and who I'm buying a painting from, because <laughs> I love it yes. so much. Um, and her son, Nico, who is an up-and-coming artist in looking at um, what art can be for him and has given him an experience of learning um, the whole process, as we talked yeah. about in the last segment there of doing art. There was quite a long process that we went through creating this mural. And it, the mural's fabulous. I mean, her house is yellow or very <laughs> yes yeah yellow to tan and it's got what your trim you've got just a bright trim and then um the mural part of it wraps around the house so there's a bit of it at the front and it wraps around to this big side and this big patch of sky blue and these three sunflower that are there and they're realistic sunflowers yeah. that just Huge. take over the wall and break even past the sky blue. And um, it is and it's an extraordinary piece of artwork that Sunny created that we were able to then place on the wall. I just love that it's three sunflowers and there were three artists yeah, that helped make I it happen. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there was the top one. Right. I can be that one. It was slightly damaged <laughs> and slightly wilted. <laughs> I'm there. Perhaps during the process you had sort of a, yeah. a kinship to that. There you go. I, I did have a kinship. <laughs> and, and, and a relatability. <laughs> so when you did, – did Sunny just approach you after she started thinking about the State Arts Board or had she been talking to you about this vision that she had about creating happiness I in think her neighborhood? It was, we were just talking about this I, all yeah. the way from the beginning, yeah. just like circling like, around uh, like the creative s- process Six or nine months ago that you – first brought it up that like you were going to put in the grant and then it was a while until it came back and like yeah for me i just forgot about it by the time it came back and then and then she was surprised like, yeah because it had just been so long and then she was like yeah i got the grant back we got the grant and i was like oh sick perfect like, yeah. i was really excited yeah so when you were talking about it originally nikos what did you think about it what did you think about where they were going i mean did you have uh reflections of your own about what this meant um, definitely. It helped me learn a lot about the process and like, it was a good way to get my feet in the water in a sense of like what I enjoyed about the process, how I would do it if I was doing my own piece of work. Um, 
just like yeah there there was so much learning and learning uh how to use the materials i um yeah i it was i mean my mom knows like the most of it what <laughs> that like it was a struggle for me at first because um when i make art i generally don't have a plan when i'm doing it i just kind of like wing it and see what happens and i'm not really and, like and this wasn't really a paint by numbers but almost yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We because now, tell me about the doodle art and then i want to oh, get yeah. back oh, to yeah. that talk do you want to talk want me to talk about it oh man doodle art well you know what nico should because nico did the doodle art but on the wall. remember to talk about like the actual words that we started putting doodle on the, yeah do you want to yeah yes. I'll, I can explain yeah. it. So, it's also called the lazy. I have no idea. I just know doodle. <laughs> doodle so I, I see like the spark going between yeah. the three of you. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. I have to do it. So tell also me called the lazy grid if people yeah. are trying to lazy look grid it up. Or doodle grid. Is it, is it kind of a paint by number thing? No. Uh, like, you, you, could, you could relate it to that in some ways. But it's like it's basically um, a very unconventional version of a grid. So like if you're trying to make a piece of art that you have on like – a sheet of paper and put it on a huge wall. You could like make one inch by one inch little squares and then make like one foot by one foot squares on the wall mm -hmm. and then, um, you know, follow those squares. But all the squares look exactly the same. So then it makes it really easy to mess stuff up. So this was um, some genius thing that Sonny found. I think you found yeah. it, right? That um, you basically you just take spray paint and you just write random letters, random symbols, you just you just go in words so we had words fun. like love yeah. and happiness and radiance so the foundation has words underneath yes, all of it yes it does i love that yes so, i love that positive yeah. affirmation yes so the, yeah. the little sunflower's got nourishment with words underneath yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little, little secrets underneath yes. yeah. why it's really blooming and why it's a little wilted and others yeah. <laughs> maybe not so positive <laughs> words up there <laughs> <laughs> Needed a little more positive affirmations for the little Wilson one up there. was a spot there. with nothing there. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it was it was so fun because I just got to be up on the scaffolding and that, like doing the whole doodle grid took probably like ten minutes because you just get to like go fast and just write whatever you want and then just you know climb around the scaffolding really fast and then afterwards you you take a picture of the wall or a scan of the wall and then you um, Do lower an overlay. the opacity yeah. and then you overlay it over the actual. Um, image that you're trying to recreate so then basically since you have letters numbers and symbols um those all have like distinct curvature to them and they don't all look the same so it makes it really easy to figure out where your line work is going to go so then you so can it, it became a navigation tool that yeah absolutely yeah, it, was, it was mapping out the wall in a different way than the norm in it wasn't more, on numbers it was a on more concepts. creative lazy way yeah. Which oh, I, I love the I'm lazy way of doing something. So oh, don't Your work is nothing but it has nothing to do with like, no. all the painstaking work you do. No, no, no. You do not get yeah. to say that you're lazy. That's no, I know true. your art and the layers of your art. No. Yes. Oh, relaxed. Yes. Relaxed. Yes. Relaxed. And, and uh, imaginative. Yes. It, it, it is. It's not about numbers. No. You know, it, it's and about it's a color way of, and concept and ideas. It's and, a way of being able to do something instead of having to project it up because it wasn't space. Yeah. Instead of having and to do the grid because that wall was going up a hill. You know, it just in a different way that was um, more to the style of Nico's type of mm -hmm. work. I wanted to show him, you know, we wanted to show him something, a way of doing a grid that was more 
free. Yeah, freestyle. Exciting. It felt very playful, but it was like, it was a way, because that's the thing is that for me, making art is very playful, but then it's hard to like wrangle it into like being able to like do something like this to actually make money with it because it's like, like it's hard to sell something that doesn't have a plan. So mm-hmm. like putting an aspect like that, that's like really, really playful, but is like actually And very quick. Time. So you could do it on the side of a train. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> you gave your son an idea that I'm not sure was a good one. <laughs> well, I do have to take a break. I always run over. So thank you for your patience and having us run over for this segment. But the, our, our, our sponsors and commercial folks would like to have their say as well. So I want to make sure that, that we take a break and um, listen to these wonderful commercials coming up with the good, uh, mostly small businesses that really support AM 950. And we appreciate that they like art too. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. And today we have been celebrating uh, neighborhood street art, uh, all of its celebration around good art in the neighborhood and how it can make us happy and connect us and create community and the magic of wall art on one's home and how it gets created. Sonny, uh, Sonny Mueller is the working uh, artist that had this concept and brought it to the Minnesota State's Arts Board. And brings a special recognition, I think, in the neighborhood and in our Minnesota about disabled artists and the contributions that can be made, um, especially when they are facing challenges. They um, can create things that will bring magic to our hearts and to our community, which I'm very excited about. We've shared a little bit about uh, Sunny's background uh, and her challenge that she faces with her chronic fatigue syndrome and how the paradigm of expectations can be changed around. There aren't as many artists that are disabled that get funding. And it's something that I know that is important to you to reach out to disabled artists to encourage them to think about this process. You've been, um, you brought talent and skill along with interesting insights to share along the process and by ac- by accessing and giving your assets to the community, I think you bring a unique and necessary perspective to the social conversation, Ooh, which we yes. were just talking about, um, based on her individual artistic voice. So we were in break talking about organized chaos, which right. has a, I think is what art's about, is to have that not knowing in some ways. Yeah. And sort of the vulnerability and and fears that are all around not exactly knowing how it's all going to be. And then art is a conversation. And what does that look like? Uh, Margot Selsky is a talented master artist who uh, supported her sister in this process. 
her son Nico Selsky, uh, was given the opportunity to learn this process, and perhaps we'll go forward and and um, find other walls. <laughs> Most definitely for, for art <laughs> to Got appear. Got a wall? Let me know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to find him a chiropractor that wants a mural. That's right. Chiropractors, please. <laughs> walls are know. us. We're 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 ready for you. And you uh, and they're wonderful pictures that were taken. I loved watching this grow over the the last months. Uh, of everyone on the scaffold, uh, they're they're sort of, yeah. and and we wanted to do a shout out for the folks that uh, provided you the scaffolding. Oh, Nellis Builders, yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness, couldn't have done the project without that scaffold. It would have taken forever. Yes, so Nellis Builders, they're local in St. Paul. So a big shout out and thank you, Margaret. Tell us more about what you were starting to tell us during break in terms of art as conversation. And then I also want Or conflict Nico as to, conversation. Yeah, I want you Nico know, to chime in, chime in about that I, conflict idea too. I think my raising as, as being the middle child kind of prepared me for this very moment. I mean, I feel like... <laughs> this shining moment. I'm very... I'm honored to have oh, given uh, Sunny's artwork a visual voice. It was all her artwork and making sense of exactly what her stylistic designs and um, making sense of that, understanding it, having her explain it way more than once to understand it. <laughs> it, it took a while because it was not a usual thing. No, no. And I so imperfections. Yeah. And, and she has a particular signature style that, that is very subtle. And so I had to make sense of that to make sure that it went on the that wall. That honored. That honored, honored her yeah. and her yeah. voice, not my voice. I, I also like... Thank you for like, doing that, Margo. I really thank you so much. Well, I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> but I, I also like things that aren't absolutely perfect because that's what makes them unique and, mm-hmm. and something special. Mm-hmm. So tell me, Nico, about Minnesota and conflict and oh. why you like. <laughs> yeah, I was just no. talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, you know, I just think that around here we really avoid um, like getting to the guts and the roots of the problem because it's very uncomfortable, and obviously everybody loves being comfortable. And because but, we're nice. Yeah, yeah. But okay. then um, I do parkour, and parkour is uh, if you don't know what parkour is, it's like a urban street sport that's kind of um like skateboarding without a skateboard it's just like artistic acrobatic movement in the street and so there's a lot of very uh radical people that do it from all over the world um and i had some friends from philadelphia that um came and visited and they were just observing like the way that people are here and they're like dude this is not right (laughs) like where we're from like it's like if there's a conflict, that's good. You're figuring yeah. something out. Like, yeah. if you, like, disagree with somebody and you don't want to be around them anymore, you're not supposed to be around them or something like that. And that's, like, something that, you know, I had experienced in certain areas, but then, like, really put me into understanding, like, the, the conditioning of a society here and how how terrified of conflict we all are. Mm-hmm. And, like, and how we fight having that conversation, difficult conversation. having fight. And it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, no, it's it's just another form of communication. You and, know, how you know, you just And learning. I mean, yeah, I, I and seeing diversity mm-hmm. and really understanding and empathizing with mm-hmm. another person's viewpoint. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that there is a fear of straight talk. 
Yeah. There, because there, we Minnesotans love to go around things and give you hints and guesses. Mm-hmm. So it does take more mental gymnastics sometimes to yeah. try to figure out what, between the lines. What, what do I need to respond? And yeah. it, it has almost the Japanese, like the flowers aren't quite, mm-hmm. you know, arranged properly. And I should note that. Yeah. So that I can then. And I grew up on the coast. So coming back here. I had to learn the Minnesota culture, which was very difficult. It took me a long yeah. time. Yeah, I find myself in Minnesota always saying, so what you're trying to say is, and then I'll say back what they were trying to say, and then they'll correct that, and I'll say it again, because I'm trying to get to the nut of the situation. So what are you yeah. telling me? Yeah. And I, I really noticed that, like, Every I've literally not talked to anybody from Minnesota that doesn't hate Minnesota nice. Everybody's like, "Oh, I hate Minnesota nice. I do, I, I never do that." And it's uh, like, "Yeah, you know, we yeah, all do, do that." Yeah, you like, do. Yeah, we do. It. Like, and and meeting and really getting to know people that were super not Minnesota nice really helped me like reflect. I mean, I'm still horribly Minnesota nice at, mm-hmm. in certain settings, but it's like, it's like really helped me understand like what it is and how it's like beneficial in some settings but it's really toxic in in most settings i think and it's like really it's and i think we're also sometimes afraid in our family who we probably are the most open to having conflict with yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. we're both receptive let's say (laughs) to the opportunity of conflict (laughs) we'll be more likely with a family member definitely it it for sure comes out the most i think in most minnesota nice people yeah. When you're in a group of people that you don't know that well. Or yeah, that, then there's this. big boundaries. It's kind of like social distancing. There's like yeah. an emotional distancing as well that keeps us safe and yep. has everyone make us think. That we, but we're not always that way with our family. It's true. No, because uh, we know we can't get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. And you still are, aren't you? Yeah. So you have you're to not, figure it out. You're not going away. <laughs> as much as maybe I'd like that. <laughs> But tell, tell, you were, you're starting on that, you know, how did it feel like to be working with your sister? You wanted to make sure that she, that you, that you honored her vision. Yeah. That maybe is a little bit different in your artistic expression. I wanted to honor her tradition. I wanted to honor my son who was extremely creative and hadn't worked on a project doing someone else's artwork that was so much tighter than what he normally creates mm-hmm. and how to navigate these two extremely strong personalities mm-hmm. and, um, and, and make sure that um, all the juggling balls were in the air and kept in the air yeah. and you know, didn't fall off the scaffolding. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have to imagine, like working with your mom, and your aunt? <laughs> yeah, no, Hello? Like, I, it was, it, like, there, there were a lot of aspects of the project that were really challenging for me. But I think um, I definitely grew through it, and I did I did my very best to, to handle everything the best that I could. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a learning process in so many ways of, um, like, like, learning, first of all, like, the artistic aspect of it, of how to communicate with Sunny and make exactly what she wanted when I'm not used to doing that at all, but I wanted to make sure that she was satisfied with what she got. Um, and so that was kind of a learning process of figuring out how, because at first I was really thinking about it as like, I have to like shove down like the way I make art and just like make it how they want it, right? And it like 
wasn't working and I was struggling and like doing the same things over and over again and just like, dude, this is not working. And then eventually I think I kind of figured out that like, um, that like that, that like shoving down of that wasn't really working rather than just like allowing it to come out and being okay with like little subtleties that weren't like exactly how it looked, but then like doing something and being like, all right, is this good enough? Like, what do you want different, you know? And then getting some input rather than being like super hypercritical of what I was doing. And then I think, cause it didn't end up looking exactly like what Sonny had planned out, but it was like a matter of um, like. It still had the same feel, have yeah. overall. And because of the size of it, there's no way that you could copy that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was it was it was a really good learning experience, and as it was also a great learning experience of working how to learn, like learning how to work um, with like clients and um, like being able to get to like understand. You know, like there were a lot of times where Sunny would explain to me what she wanted with words. You know, mm -hmm. and then I'd have to like make that visual you know mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. like that's something that's like always a struggle for everybody you yeah. know and so that um that was a big learning experience for me and then just uh yeah just the uh, stresses of not having done it before and not really believing in myself and them then being supportive and being okay with me you know needing to like take a 30 second or like a, a 30 minute break <laughs> to go like meditate or just too chill much, out or like, much, take a much. walk it's like yeah and then but come back i also hear you it, say so. though that you were able to have your voice come through that you were able to have a, yeah. a, an ownership of your art and you were not just replicating yeah that's definitely something that i was very appreciative of once i kind of um like was able to um like get more comfortable in the situation as well as like let it come out and have it okay to being come out you know that like yeah within the pedals the, right. the the blending of the certain colors and the way you blend something into the next color into the next is yeah. very yeah. evident in nico's Sign personal His signature art is in there yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like it and i do have to take a break because of course we do need to honor our sponsors and commercials uh <laughs> But it sounds like the internal monologue that's like, this isn't right, this isn't right, that was able to be let go of so Definitely. that a new voice of your voice of how that could blend almost like, yeah. almost feels like music and chorus, you know, mm -hmm. each, each brought your own, um, your own tone mm -hmm. to the project. And we'll learn more. And we'll um, have one more segment. It goes by so fast. But I do need to go and make sure that our commercial people are happy with us. Uh, and I thank them for the support of AM 950 and Connections Radio Show. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. And of course, I went through a lot of the segments and ran over, so I only have a few minutes left in our last segment. But I want to make sure that I do a special thank you. And if you've just tuned in, you're going to want to look listen to our podcast because it's been a wonderful conversation about neighborhood street art and the celebration of the magic of wall art on one's home. We have Sunny Mueller, who is a working disabled artist who had a vision of creating an amazing sunflower on her west side of St. Paul home. She 
did a grant, got a grant from the Minnesota State Arts Board. She included her sister and her nephew in the process, um, Margo Selsky, who is a celebrated master art painter, and Nico Selsky, who was the apprentice in this project, um, but allowed himself to learn and grow and uh, perhaps have more wall art out there that will be wall art by Nico in the future. Uh, and and I, re I really would like to just sort of like summarize the big things um, that is a takeaway for you because you were able to hear your sister and your nephew talk about their their experience um, and the joy that you had in having them begin to understand your art by having them be a part of this process. But I also want to have us get your address so we can drive by <laughs> and take a look at this art. And I know that you're having a, a celebration in your neighborhood. Yes, um, that is happening tomorrow. And tomorrow, July 17th, July 17th I got to <laughs> let you know, we are going to be replaying this. So if this is not September 16th, the party isn't tomorrow. <laughs> it's done. It's gone. Yes. Uh, so um, 87 King Street East in St. Paul is the location of the house. And um, so anytime you want to drive by and check out sunflowers, well, there it will be. But um, where there will be uh, happiness, yes. radiance, and all things positive. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, that's the title of my art project. Yeah. So, um, but tomorrow there will be a celebration and uh, a, a lot of dancing. So there you go. And that address again is 87 King Street East in St. Paul. Um, it is a sunflower mural celebration and unveiling. Uh, meet and greet the neighbors and their friends on the west side of St. Paul. It should be a great party. And we also want to do a big thank you to the Minnesota State's Art Board. Big, huge thank you. It would not have happened without them. And yes. an encouragement to disabled artists out there. Yes, please go for it, folks. And if they can't go and see the work in person, if they wanted to see, I, I post a lot on my Instagram and also Facebook. Would you get And those? it's Margot Selsky, M-A-R-G-O-S-E-L-S-K-I. And Nico, share yours because I understand you might be interested in doing wall art. Yeah, definitely. The <laughs> best way to hit me up is on Instagram. That's where I'll see it. My Instagram is Lower Town Lavender. Lower Town like Lower Town St. Paul and Lavender like the flower. And, um, yeah, shoot me a DM or a comment or something like that. If you have a wall that you want something on or you just want art on, and then we can talk about um, pricing and stuff like that. So All that just, good stuff. Yeah. I, and when you support artists, you support the community, and that's a good thing. I also want to do full disclosure. These are my family, too. <laughs> this is a family celebration. We're cousins, and I'm just so proud of the work that they've done to create something not only for themselves and their art, but for the community and, yeah. and for the joy and for supporting Sunny, who we all love very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. So thank you for being part of our show today. Uh, thank you for listening in and connecting up. And remember, uh, sunflowers are beautiful. And they're beautiful on a home. And if you want to see a really magnificent set of uh, beautiful sunflowers, be sure to drive by. Thanks for listening in today.